Hello, and welcome back to The Zone. I'm Avi, and I'm joined by Sile. Hello, how are you today, Avi? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. We have a full slate of sports to talk about. We have a lot of things to discuss in The Zone. Um, we have the NBA Finals, a recap, a reaction, um, and then we have a full slate of football games to talk about. So I'm excited. Um, let's jump in. So first topic on the agenda is NBA Finals Game 3, Heat and Lakers. And I was surprised. I, I'll admit, I was very surprised that the Heat were able to pull out an 11-point win, 115-104. to 104. Um, The series is not 2-1 uh, in the Lakers' favor, but it's looking like the Heat are going to get back Bam Adebayo, one of their biggest players, um, for Game 4, which could tip the tip the um, scales of the series. I still think it's going to be a Laker win in five or six games. What about you? I agree. I think it's going to be a Laker win in five or six. And I have some questions for you. Do you think the Heat can stay alive too much longer? I think they can. I think actually that they heard everyone talking about how they had no chance they were going to get swept. And after this performance, a historic night from Jimmy Butler, 40 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. Um, I think they're going to get some fuel from that. They're going to get um, Bam Adebayo back, hopefully. And I think that they're going to have the momentum into game four. And I think they're really going to take it to the Lakers. And if the Lakers want to win, um, they're going to have to play their A game, which they didn't. They had a ton of turnovers. LeBron James wasn't great, um, especially down the stretch. And they need to be better if they they, they, they have to – they have to get it in their minds that this isn't going to be a walkover. They have to play good basketball to win, beat this team. What about you? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, talking about LeBron James, in the loss, he, he did have a good game. He had 25 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. He only scored 2 points in the last 8 minutes of the game and had 3 turnovers in that span. Do you think the King will show up in the next couple games? I think he has to, um, and I think he will. Um, he, he looks to me like he's on a mission. He looks like that LeBron from down 3-1 in 2016 against the Warriors. He looks like he can smell blood, and he kind of let his foot off the gas a little bit last night. And um, I think that this is going to be a wake-up call to him. I think he, he knows everything that we talk about, he knows. LeBron is one of the smartest smartest athletes there is. Um, and I think he, he knows he knows that they need, to, they need to play well, they need to play better. That wasn't good enough. And I think that LeBron, we're going to see LeBron James, King King LeBron James, um, and not not the LeBron James we saw last night, which wasn't bad, but down the stretch, he has to be better. He has to be better. He's the leader of the team. He's the, I think he's the best player on the team. Some people might think Anthony Davis, but he has to be better. He has to lead that team, and he, he wasn't. Um, speaking of LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, as I mentioned earlier, 40, 11, and 13. Um, is the only player ever, including LeBron's teammates, to have more points, rebounds, and assists in a finals game than LeBron James. What does that say to you about LeBron's dominance um, over the years? I think it really shows how good of a player LeBron is when it comes to the postseason. He's put up such great numbers year after year and has led teams to really great victories, including the one a couple years back against the Warriors when they were down 3-1, which and then they made history of winning uh, a championship when losing by two, three to one. Um, do you think uh, that LeBron will perform like this in the future as well? I think so. I think he hasn't shown any signs of slowing down, even at, you know, 35, 35 plus. Um, 
I think he still has another three or four years left in him, my, um, barring any, you know, career-altering injuries. Speaking of injuries, do you think the Heat's injuries, obviously they might get Bam out of body back, but Goran Dragic is still likely out. Um, and Jimmy Butler is banged up. He did have a terrific night, but um, he is banged up a little bit. Do you think that those injuries are going to hold them back? Um, I do think they will hold them back because some of their best players are injured. Even if they do come back, they're still going to be like not in the best condition and could get injured again and then not be able to play for the rest of the series. I think that this will definitely like show when it comes down to like the final games of the series. All right. You want to move on to the NFL recap? Week four? Um, yeah, one one point just before you before we move on. Um, you, I, I noticed that you said that they might not be at 100%. They might get re-injured, which I thought was really interesting because going back to last year's finals, Kevin Durant came back after that uh, that big injury and came back, looked fine, and then five minutes in, got hurt again, got got a, got an ACL tear and was out for the rest of the series and the rest of, and all of this year. So I think it's interesting. I think the Heat are going to have to monitor their injuries of their star players to prevent them from getting re-injured. Yeah, I agree. I think if the player's injured too badly, then I don't think it's worth it to throw them in when they're probably going to lose either way. True, true. All right, we're moving on to the NFL. Um, week four, it was, it was a surprising week on a lot of fronts, don't you think? Yeah, I, I do. There were a lot of upsets and a lot of players who – Definitely performed much better than a lot of people had predicted that they would do. Yeah. Um, so first game, first game on the slate, Saints and Lions. Um, the the Saints won thirty-five to twenty-nine. Um, they improved two and two, which was which is, isn't really where they want to be at all. But it's better than one and three, which they were in danger of going to. Um, and they were led. They were led by their stars, uh, Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees, Latavius Murray. They all showed up. They showed up in a big way, and they were able to get the the W. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um. In the in their win against the Lions, uh, several different players put up really good games. Traquan Smith, a receiver on the Saints, not the not the first string because that's Michael Thomas. But Traquan Smith had two touchdowns, a 20-yard pass and a two-yard pass. Uh, Latavius Murray also had two touchdowns, a three-yard run and a six-yard run. Alvin Kamara, on the ha- other hand, the best player, only scored one touchdown. But this wasn't stopping him from getting 120 yards. Breeze played w- very well and rebounded after some early interceptions, finishing with not a bad game of 250 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. The Saints defense wasn't great, but it was enough to get them an important win. You want to talk about the Lions, or should I continue? Um, I can talk a little about the Lions. The Lions go to un- one and three, and it looked like they had a shot to win this game. I think they were up fourteen um zero, and their their defense got a couple stops. They looked good on offense, and then they collapsed. Um, in really typical Lions fashion. I'm sorry, Lions fans, but um, they allowed five straight touchdown drives from by the Saints. Um, Matthew Stafford threw a bad interception in, in the end zone. Um, and they, they've shown that they can be good. They've shown flashes of being a very good team, shutting down the Saints for a couple of drives, putting up, putting up um, touchdowns. 
Um, but they keep collapsing. They can't get it done. They can't play for a full 60 minutes. And I think in the end, that's going to be their Achilles heel. Um, and do you think their coach, Matt Patricia, is going to be gone after the season because of this? Um, depending on how the Lions do, I think he may or may not be gone. If they do poorly, keep this how they're playing the same, yes, I think he will be gone. But if they can step their game up, then he may stay around to a couple more years. Um, okay. Uh, moving on to the Chargers and Buccaneers. This one was a wild, wild game. Um, the Buccaneers were down early, down often. Uh, Mike Evans got hurt, um, the best receiver for the Bucs. He was out for a little while. Brady didn't look great. And then all of a sudden, a flip switch, a, a switch, a flip switch, a switch flipped, and they they turned it on. They Brady Brady threw five in five touchdowns and three hundred seventy yards on thirty of forty six. Um, Mike Evans came back and had seven catches for one hundred twenty two yards and a touchdown. Um, Brady threw those five touchdowns to five different receivers, which is really crazy. Um, the Bucks defense got key stops. They showed up late. Um, after getting just rolled over by Justin Herbert for a lot of the game, um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a pretty win by any stretch of the imagination um, for the Buccaneers. They they had, they, look, they showed that they have a lot of things to work on, but they got the win nonetheless. They they move on to three and one, and I think I think that they have a good chance of winning the NFC South um, over the Saints. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think that they have a very good chance of winning the uh, NFC South. But I also think that the Saints could definitely pull ahead. They've been performing pretty poorly the first couple games with such a stacked team. But this week, they definitely showed up coming back with five straight touchdowns. Um, Do you think that the Bucs can actually make the playoffs this season? I definitely think they can. Um, I think that they have a a good team. Um, They have one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it, albeit at an old age. But he he showed today that he can he can still he can still put up big numbers, still put up big games. Um and I think they have a chance to make a run at the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl, go to the Super Bowl, especially in a very, very tough NFC. But um I think they do have a chance to make a make win a couple games in the playoffs. Um on the on the topic of the Chargers, the Chargers dropped to one and three. But they it wasn't it was it was a bad loss and it was a good loss. And there's obviously no no such thing as good losses in sports, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I think is the way to put it. Justin Herbert, their prospect, was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Two hundred ninety yards, three touchdowns, threw a couple good touchdowns late. Looked like a real NFL quarterback. Um, their defense was good for half the game, and then they allowed a late comeback and end up losing the game. But they showed they showed they showed um, flashes of being a good team. Um, and they said that Tyrod Taylor will be their starting quarterback when he returns from injury, but I, I see. I, I think it's hard. Um, it's hard for me to see them being able to take out Herbert and justify it after these good performances in back-to-back weeks. What do you think? I definitely agree. Herbert has been playing really well this week. He had a phenomenal 300-yard game with three touchdowns. They they were leading for like most of the game. He was leading like a very strong offense but then allowed a late comeback and dropped the game. Um, do you think Austin Eckler's injury had something to do with this loss? I think it did. They, they sort of lost. They, they were good on the ground, but they lost that um, They lost that key playmaker who could get it done both through the air and on the ground. 
um, receiving wise. But um, I think that I think that if they get when if and when they get him back, he's going to add another element to their offense that's going to make it that much harder to handle. And I think they showed in this in this loss that they can they can contend with good teams. Moving on to the Cincinnati Bengals against the Los Angeles Chargers, um, thirty-three to twenty-five was the final score. Bengals won. Um, they moved it to one, two, and one. Um, the Jaguars dropped to one and three. And honestly, it could have been it could have been a bigger win for the Bengals. Um, there's some some bad drops, um, and Joburo um Look good, um, but he deserved more, I think, in his first NFL win. Um, I think he needs more of his, out of his receivers. You can't drop several passes. Um, and one of them actually led to an interception. So you can't you can't do that to your quarterback. Um, it was he was he was good enough to overcome it and lead them to a win. But and that has to be something we watch because stuff like that can also you know sort of get into a QB's mind. Where they have to, they think they have to place it perfectly so that their receiver can catch it. Um, but Joe Burrow was helped a lot. He had, he also had a lot of help from his running back, his star running back, Joe Mixon. Um, you want to talk a little bit about Joe Mixon? Yeah, Joe Mixon performed really well during this game, getting 25 carries, 151 yards, and three total touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown. He got six receptions for 181 yards of total offense. Does does that show something about how good he single-handedly like is? Yeah, I think it does. I think he shows um, why he was worth the contract they gave him, um, and that he can be a force um, to back up Joe Burrow. Um, on the Jaguar side of it, they gave up 500 yards of total offense for the Bengals, which is 200 more than the Bengals' average for the first three weeks. Um, and it's another bad loss for them. I spent some time on Saturday, um, flaming them. And I think that they, they had a chance to win this game, um, because of, you know, some key drops, some, some decent defensive plays, um, and DJ Chark, um, the, the receiver, um, eight catches, 95 yards, um, kept it helped to help Gardner Minshew out a lot and they kept it close but um all in all another bad loss for the Jaguars especially to a struggling uh, Bengals team um is, is Doug Marone on the hot seat the, the head coach for the Jaguars they they went from you know in the AFC championship a few years back to now this this one and three team that can't get a win um and can't stop anyone do you think he's on the hot seat yeah, I definitely do think he's on the hot seat. I think that Jaguars have been performing really poorly, and I think that if they keep it up, then he will be either either fired or replaced. Um, do, you, do you see him stepping down and taking like an offensive coordinator role? Um, maybe. It really depends if he wants to continue as a football coach or a football like coordinator or a trainer. Um, yeah, yeah, I get what, that. What, what do you think? Um, I think I think that I think that he has to be on the hot seat. Um, 
I think that if the season continues like it does, they finish with, you know, five wins or less. I think he has to be on the hot seat. It's He doesn't have a lot to work with. A lot of the star players were complaining and they, they were traded, but um, but I think he has to be on the hot seat. You, I think this franchise needs to rebuild. Um, moving on to another set of bad teams, though they're surprising because the Vikings and Texans are next game. Were had had high hopes for the season. Maybe not the Texans as much after they traded away one of the best receivers in football, and DeAndre Hopkins, um, for not a lot. Um, and it was a move ridiculed by a lot. And it's shown to have an impact. They lost again. They lost 31-23 to the Vikings, and they dropped to 0-4, um, pretty much, pretty much um, extinguishing their hopes at a division title. Um, what do you what do you what do you make of this performance from the Texans? Um, I think that it was not so great because now they're zero and four, and they have a very bad chance of making the playoffs. In order to make the playoffs, I think they need to either win all of their next games or at least ten of them, which is going to be very hard to do. On their first three drives of the game, they punted every single time. Uh, they also had a punt return fumble, which was very bad. They ca- also they almost came back and tied the game though, but they one of their calls got overturned, and then they were sent to a loss in zero and four. Where did they go from here, Sal? I think that this is. I I I, I couldn't tell you actually because they have Deshaun Watson, um, one of the one of the I'd say top top seven, top eight maybe in the league. Um, he obviously has he hasn't been able to show it because of his lack of support, but um, I think they need to get some pieces to put around him. They had pieces and they got rid of him for an inexplicable reason. I think Bill O'Brien has to go. In my opinion, I think that he, if they if this turns out that the way we think it is and they don't make the playoffs, I think he has to go. Um, but moving on to the winning team, um, the team that deserves a lot of credit, um, the Vikings. Um, they approved one and three. Um, and with their backs against the wall, they is a must-win game from both teams, and they delivered, uh, especially on offense. Dalvin Cook had 130 yards, two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson had four catches and 104 yards. Adam Thielen had 114 yards and a touchdown. And Kirk Cousins had 260 yards, a touchdown. That was four of five in the red zone. Do you think the playoffs are still a possibility for the Vikings? Um, I think that they are not a possibility. I think in a heated division with the Packers, uh, NFC North, and the Bears. In the, I mean, the Lions haven't been performing well, but the Bears and the Packers, two teams that have been both performing really well, the Packers who are playing on Monday Night Football and the Bears who are 3-1, and one, and the Packers are still 3-0, and oh, versus a horrible Atlanta team. I don't think that a 1-3 Vikings team has a chance of making the playoffs when they have two teams that are – over 500 in their division still. What about you? Um, I think that I, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think that this Vikings team showed that they have it, that they have it in them to put up big numbers on offense, put up big wins, and I think that if they win a few games and really get some momentum, I don't think they're going to win the division over the Packers. But um. But I think that they have a good chance of making a wild card spot and possibly winning a couple of playoff games. Um, moving on to a team that we really, we both really like, um, 
mostly for one reason or two reasons. Um, that reason being Russell Wilson, the Seahawks and Dolphins. Uh, Seahawks won by eight, thirty-one to twenty-three. Um, do you want? Do you want? Do you want to uh, go over the Seahawks' performance? Um, sure. The Seahawks did improve to four zero, but they had a bad defensive performance, giving up over four hundred yards of total offense. Something to watch against better teams in the playoffs is that um, the Seahawks have a very bad defense, and if teams have a good enough defense to like contain Russell Wilson, who most teams cannot, then they will have a better chance of winning because this defense is very easy to beat. Russell Wilson was, again, fantastic. However, uh, the offense got the job done, even though he he didn't play as good as he normally does. He went 24 for 34 with two touchdowns, one interception, 360 yards, and a 112 passer rating. He orchestrated a terrific touchdown drive with 30 seconds on the clock. Wilson went 4 for 4 for 75 yards and a touchdown pass. This got the, like, the, the go-ahead. Uh, the Dolphins, on the other hand, go down to 1-3. Ryan Fitzpatrick threw two, two interceptions and sunk, the, and sunk the Dolphins, especially since they made Russell Wilson have his worst performance of the year. It was still great, though. Overall, not an awful game for the Dolphins against a good Seahawks team, but turnovers bit them and prevented them from a W. What are your opinions on this game, Sal? Um, I think it's I think it shows how different the Seahawks team is. Where, you know, you go back to their Super Bowl win, the Legion of Boom, um, Richard Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, how good that defense was, and now you see that it can be a liability, um, and that they have to lean on Russell Wilson a lot more, um, and I think that's the reason why, if they don't if they don't do something about it, I think that's going to be the reason why they can't that they're I think that's going to be the reason why they aren't going to make a title run um, because better teams can dissect that defense and put up score after score after score. And I think that it's unrealistic to hope to contain Russell Wilson, um, you know, make him under, put him under 200 yards, um, one touchdown, something like that. But if they can slow him enough to where they can outscore him because of the poor defense, I think that that's going to be really really um, interesting thing to watch as the season goes on. But they moved to 4-0. Russell Wilson was, again, fantastic. Definitely, the, I think he has to be the lead, um, leading candidate for MVP. And, yeah, I think um, I think it was, it, was a, it, was an, it, was a, it was an interesting win because the winners, I think, came out of it looking worse than they did coming in, and the losers came out of it looking better than they did um, coming in. So... Interesting things to watch between these two teams. Um, now, moving on to the, yeah. to the biggest, I think, the biggest and the best matchup of the week. Um, the Browns and Cowboys, 49-38 Browns win. Um, Browns go to 3-1. and one. Um, the Cowboys drop to 1-3. and three. Um, So do you, want, do you want to go over this one? Yeah. Um, the Browns improved the record to 3-1. and one. It was a very big win for the Browns. They scored more than 30 unanswered points. Terrific offense on all fronts. Odell Beckham uh, had fifty had sorry five catches for eighty one yards and two touchdowns, on top of seventy three rushing yards and a key touchdown that iced the game. Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, had one hundred sixty five yards, two touchdowns, 
zero interceptions and a hundred passer rating. Nick Chubb went down to an injury. Is this a concern moving forward? I think it is. I think he is a very underrated but very, very good young running back and to lose him to injury for a little while is gonna make their offense, you know, lose that potent run run game um that they had. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely something to watch. But um I think this showed that the Browns are, you know, they're they're for real. They're not they're not, you know, they're not the Browns, the 0 and sixteen Browns anymore, that they can they can put up big numbers. They can drop almost fifty points. Um um, yeah, moving on. The defense at the end came in very poorly for the Browns. They almost blew the game to a great Dak Prescott. The Cowboys went down to 1-3. and three. The defense couldn't stop anything at all. Dak and Zeke both fumbled. Uh, Prescott had – and the offense played well. Best report, best performance from Dak in a long time. He had, He went 41 for 58. 502 yards, four touchdowns, two turnovers, and 112 passer rating. Sal, what's wrong with the Cowboys, and do you think they have playoff chances in the shaky NFC East? I think it's pretty obvious what's wrong with the Cowboys. It's it's their defense. Um, Dak has showed that he can be a great quarterback, um, especially in a contract year. Um, uh, I think that he's shown that you shown Jerry Jones that he deserves the money that he was asking for, especially with the 500-yard performance and almost 1,700 yards over the first four games, which is absolutely ridiculous. Averaging over 400 yards per game is absurd. Um, so I think their offense is really potent, but their defense, they have to get stops, and they didn't. Um, they let the Browns walk all over them, put up almost 50 on them, um, let Odell, Be- Odell Beckham go from over 150 total yards. It's just not good enough. It's 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 not it's not it's awful. It's frankly terrible. And if they want to have any hopes at being winning the division, being a good team, making the playoffs, you know, going somewhere in the playoffs, they need to fix it. And I think um, I think to to talk about the playoff chances, um, it's it's an awful division, the NFC East. Um, Washington, Philadelphia, the Giants have all been terrible, but the Cowboys haven't been much better. So I think it's going to be a battle of interdivision um, matchups. Who can win those key games? You know, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Giants, Eagles, stuff like that. I think is the Cowboys have to win those big games um, if they want to make the playoffs. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Like their division is so shaky. In first place, it's the Eagles who are one, two, and one. Then Washington who's one and three. Then Dallas is one and three, and then the Giants who are zero oh and four. It's it's such a shaky division because any team can pull out a big win one week and then turn the whole division around. Because at most three teams all have only one win. It's it's a pretty it's very shaky. It's very shaky. Um, moving on to the next game. Cardinals and the Panthers. The Cardinals ended up winning 21 to 31. I mean, sorry, they lost 21 to 31 against the Panthers. The Panthers improved to two and two. Teddy Bridgewater looked very good. Um, Albite helped by a bad Cardinal defense. Bridgewater was 26 and 37, 276 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Led the Panthers to four touchdowns and opening five drives, which is really good. Bridgewater was helped by a stellar rushing performance, 168 yards and two touchdowns. Even without Christian McCaffrey, they still performed really well in the victory over the Cardinals. 
Carolina defense also held the explosive Cardinal offense in check. Is this a fluke or a sign of things come to come for the Panthers? Sal? I think it's a fluke. Um, I think this Panthers team under a new coaching hasn't been good enough. Um, they showed today that they should they had a, got a big win um, yesterday and sort of boosted the morale in that locker room, I think, um, especially against a team in the Arizona Cardinals that started off the season very hot, uh, a terrific quarterback in Kyler Murray. Um, I think they showed that they can be a good team, but I don't think that they can consist be. I don't think they can be on that level consistently enough to have any shot at the division playoff hopes, any any of that. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I definitely agree with you. I don't think that they have too much of a chance of performing too well because their division is pretty good with the Buccaneers, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. I think it's a pretty stacked division and will not allow for them to have too many chances to like make the playoffs. Um, the Cardinals go down to 2-2, two and two, just a, a terrible performance from the Cardinals. They made a, a decent Panthers offense look terrific. They couldn't get it done on offense. Kyler Murray threw three touchdowns, but only 130 yards. He was also Arizona's leading rusher, and Arizona only had 51 rushing yards by people not named Kyler Murray. It was very depressing for the Cardinals because Kyler Murray was a one-man show in their loss. They have to rebound next week after back-to-back losses. Sal, do you think uh, their coach is done for? No, I don't think I don't think that their their coach um, Cliff Kingsbury is done for. Um, I think they 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 have a chance to be a very good team. Um, they should then the week in the in the first two weeks they beat a very good 49ers team, um, and Kyler Murray's been fantastic. Uh, they have DeAndre Hopkins. They have a pretty good defense. Um, they're 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 underrated but very good team. Um, in terms of playoff chances, it has to be through the wild card because I don't see them beating the 49ers and the Seahawks in that division. Um, especially in high leverage games against them. For and the Rams who are doing better than both the Cardinals and the 49ers this season. So this is by far the most stacked division. Yeah, every I mean, team's 500 at least, which is it's, and every team has positive goal differential, uh, so it's going to be very hard to determine who gets the spot in this division, the top spot, as well as which one of these teams makes the wild card. Yeah, I think every team in this division has a good chance of the playoffs, and it's going to be really, really fun to watch this division in general, in in, in specific the NFC West, um, play out and how how all these all these good teams play against each other and um, what kind of seasons they have. So I think it's gonna be a really fun fun division to watch. Um moving on to a more def- a more of a defensive slugfest is the Colts and the Bears. Um the Colts won nineteen to eleven, which is hardly ever seen in football anymore. Um actually that's ironic because later in the later in the slate we have a game that was very low scoring as well. But we'll get to that. Um the yeah, Colts go to three and one. Um, the Bears dropped to three and one as well, uh, three and one. So they both have the same record. But the Colts' defense was definitely the highlight of this game. They were in- absolutely incredible. Um, they they held 
and they came in averaging only 15 points um, conceded per game, and they gave up 11. Um, they only allowed 200. They're only allowing 225 yards per game, and they held the Bears to 28 yards rushing on 16 carries, which is less than two yards per carry. Um, do you think this defense is something um, that's going to be a big forte for the um, Colts and possibly lead them to a division title? Avi? Um, yeah, I do. I think that the um, the Colts are a very good team. Sorry, my uh, my audio just cut out quickly. Um, but I think that they could definitely get to the playoffs. But it it would only be if their offense definitely started to show up because the, their receiving front has been very poor as well as their rushing front. And I don't think their defense can hold too much longer just by themselves. Um, do you want to move on to the Bears? Yeah, I mean the Bears. Bears needed. Um, they didn't need a win, but a, bit, and a win would have been nice. Um, we talked about how we were surprised that they were an underdog in this game, and I think that they showed why they should have been an underdog. Um, they they their offense was horrible um, and didn't support a defense that was that played very well actually. Um, they held. They only allowed two hundred seventy-five total yards, which is really good. Um, and they gave their team a very good chance to win the game. But Nick Foles and their offense didn't get it done. Um, Foles did have two hundred fifty yards, but most of it was in garbage time um, on an, on a eighty-two yard drive um, that led to a touchdown. Um, he had a touchdown and interception, but the touchdown again came late after the Colts were already up by about sixteen. Um, the play calling from Matt Nagy was also poor. Um, it was just a bad performance all around on all fronts from the Bears, um, excluding their defense. I think their defense was pretty good. But um, where did the Bears go from here? Um, I think that they could definitely still get to the playoffs. They are a three-in-one team. Um, but I think that their division is going to be very hard for them to penetrate through with the Green Bay Packers, an undefeated team, the Lions and the Vikings, who have both been playing pretty poorly this season, but are good teams that could show up. I think that the best chance that the Bears have are wild card spots, but this is only if teams from the Seahawks division, the NFC West, don't continue to play insane. All right, let's move on to the Ravens against the Washington football team. Ravens won 31 to 17. The Ravens improved to 3 and 1. Lamar Jackson played well after a bad performance on Monday Night Football against the Chiefs. He went 14 and 21, 190 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, plus a 53-yard rushing 53-yard rushing yards and a touchdown that was 51 yards. It was a very nice touchdown to start the game off. Mark Andrews caught two touchdowns and the defense Bounced back after getting flattened by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. How far do they go this season, Sal? Playoff contenders? Oh, for sure. I think that they are um, one of the best teams in the AFC. Um, but again, there, we go back. We come um, come back to this issue of um, of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens haven't been able to beat them. And if they want to have title aspirations, they have to go through the Chiefs. The road to the title in the AFC definitely goes through Kansas City. 
And I don't think the Ravens are going to be up to that game, especially if it's in Kansas City. Um, so I don't think – I don't see them winning the Super Bowl this year unless they can figure out the Chiefs. But I think they're definitely playoff contenders. I think Lamar Jackson might get his first playoff win. I think they might go to the a- AFC Championship game. What about you? Um, yeah, I definitely agree. They will, like, succeed very much in this playoffs. But, like, I think that the, the biggest problem they're going to run into is Patrick Mahomes. He flattened them a, cu- a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Football and could definitely do it again in the playoffs. But we also never know any teams that are going to be underdogs. Like the Titans ha- last year, they rolled through, like, the whole uh, AFC until they got to the Chiefs. And they ended up beating the Ravens, who were the top team that year. So we never know what could happen with the Ravens. They lost to a very bad team last year in the playoffs, which ruined their chances of, of anything. I think we have to be careful about what adjectives we use. I don't think you can call the Titans a bad team because they showed that they were a very good team. I think the words we're looking for is underrated team, maybe. Um, yeah, like, um, yeah, underrated is a better word. But, like, um, compared to, to the Ravens, who, who – oh, yeah, let's move on. Oh, no, no, sorry, finish your point. Oh, yeah, compared to the Ravens, who were the best team in the NFL last season, besides the 49ers, who ended up throwing in the Super Bowl, I think that you can consider them losing to a team that's just not their skill. You would say bad, just naturally. That's true, that's true. Um, moving on to the Washington side of this game, I go to one and three, but I think that they have – there's some some good takeaways from this game. Terry McLaurin had 10 catches for 118 yards. Antonio Gibson, their young running back, had 46 yards and a touchdown. Kendall Fuller um, had two picks. Um, but I think they were just overmatched. I don't think they're at the – I definitely don't think they're at the Ravens' skill level. But to keep this game, you know, within – from an embarrassment, um, especially on the they, – they didn't they – didn't, um, it was a 14-point win for the Ravens. So if you betted on the Ravens, you would have – won your money but um it wasn't a blowout I don't think you could say and there were some good signs from Washington um but I don't think this was ever a game you could have expected to win as a Washington fan don't you think yeah I definitely think that it's not a game you could expect that the Washington football team will win being a Washington fan they've they've played pretty poorly this season only beating division rivals the Eagles and they did play a decent game against one of the best teams in the NFL, but they could still definitely improve in many different ways. Let's move on to another very low-scoring game. The Giants and the Rams. Giants scored 9 in their loss to the Rams 17. Rams improved to 3-1. and one. It was a surprisingly close game. Only 17 points scored on a very shaky Giants defense. Only 58 rushing yards, just the third time in McVay era that the Rams had less than 60 rushing yards because in the past couple of years, it's been Todd Gurley, and he's he was, he's a monster. It didn't matter because the Rams' defense dominated the Giants, five total sacks, and held the Giants to only nine points. Are the Rams serious contenders? I think they have to be after the um, showing. I mean, obviously – the Giants aren't a good football team by any stretch of the imagination, but that that dominant defensive performance was really impressive to see. Um, one thing that concerns me, though, is their offense. Um, the Giants aren't a particularly good defensive team, um, but they only were able to put up 17 points. Um, and against better teams, 
you 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 have concerns about that um, coming into play because of because of you know you can't you can't ha- only put up 17 points against a good team or less. So you need they're going to need to figure out their offense um, in order to be serious contenders. But um, I think that they they have a good shot in in a very very good as we discussed NFC West. I think they have a decent shot to win the division. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think that it it is very shaky, and um, I don't know what could happen with them this season. Um, would you like to move on? Yeah, sure. Um, the Giants side of the the Giants side of the game, the Giants go down to own four, but it's not. I don't think it's a bad loss um, per se. The Giants, the defense was a good a good um, a, bright, a bright spot. Um, and made a talent mismatch uh, an actually winnable game. Um, they held the Rams to 240 yards, the fourth lowest amount for the Rams since McVay's hiring. Um, but that being said, um, the offense was just awful, atrocious, abysmal, any any connotation of the word. Um, Daniel Jones had three chances to tie or take the lead and just flopped each time. Um, turnover on downs, punt, interceptions, um, it was it was it was it was hard to watch if you're a Giants fan, um, especially since a very good team. You had a good chance to win. Um, your defense gave you a fighting chance, and to to put up an offensive performance like that is just um, embarrassing, frankly. Um, their offensive line was just overmatched by the Rams front seven. Um, so I ask you this: Where do the Giants go from here? I think they go to rebuilding. I don't think they're in a good enough position currently to um, like succeed in this season, at least. With such a bad start to the season, I think that they, they'd have a better chance of looking to get draft picks and pick young players up or look to trade for stars or good players who are upcoming to definitely have a better team in the future. Um, the Giants' next three matchups are all divisional. It's a, it's Cowboys, Washington football team, and then the Eagles. Do they win any of them, Sal? Um, I don't see them winning this, the game against the, um, the Cowboys. The Cowboys' offense showed this weekend that they, they're they very, very good. Um, Dak Prescott um, proved that he's a very good quarterback. Um, and even though their defense has issues, the offense, um, the offensive showing this week doesn't inspire confidence that they'll be able to take advantage of a terrible def- Dallas defense. Um, I can see them winning against either the Eagles or the Washington football team. Um, both are pretty bad um, uh, on both sides of the ball, and I think it's a winnable matchup. I don't, see, I don't, I don't know that they're going to win, but I think they do have a chance of winning. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think they have a chance of winning one of the two and getting the first one of the season, but I don't think they can win the Dallas one. Moving on to the Bills and Raiders game. The Bills won 30-23 and improved to 4-0. Josh Allen played fantastic with 24 for 34, two touchdowns, 280 yards, no interceptions, and 115 rating. He was helped largely by uh, the new player, Stephon Diggs, on the team who had six catches, 115 yards, and about 20 yards per catch. Do you think the Bills win the AFC? Personally, I do because they're 4-0 and no other team 
currently is matching them. Not the Patriots, the Jets, or the Dolphins, but what do you think? Um, as a Patriots fan, it's hard for me to swallow that the Buffalo Bills um, might win the AFC East, but I think that they have to be favorites, especially since Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are clicking. Their offense is very good. Their defense is not, not been great, actually, but they have a lot of star talent, and they have the potential to be very, very good and very stifling. Um, and I think it's a hard combo to beat, especially um, for my Patriots. And for definitely, no, I don't think I can't see the Jets or the Dolphins beating the Bills. Um, so I think that they have to be a favorite for this um, division. How far do you think they can go? I think that they could make it relatively far. I think the farthest would probably be the the division series versus probably what I would assume to be either the Chiefs or the Ravens. I don't know which team or how the playoffs would work, but I think that they could definitely get that far. I think they could definitely make the playoffs with how far, how good they're doing and how bad the rest of the division is playing. How do they stack up against other teams, like uh, other top teams? I, I don't think they they have the, the ability to beat the, the top teams of the AFC, the Chiefs, the Ravens. Um, they're very good but I don't think they're that good. Um, I don't think, I just don't think they match up well enough with the Chiefs or the Ravens to be able to have a good chance to win. Um, but that being said, they've surprised me all season, um, even after we knew they were going to be a good team. So we'll see. We'll have to see. Um, on, on the Ravens, the Ra- sorry, not Ravens, Raiders side of it, um, they go down to two and two, but they did keep it close for most of the game. Um, they it was it was a close game um, through the third quarter, but then in the fourth quarter their offense just imploded. They gave away two fumbles and failed to convert a fourth and one. Um, and they're paired with bad bad play calling, bad decision making by John Gruden. Um, they, they 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 just blew imploded. Um, and um, even though they had a chance to win this game, they they threw it. Um, so after a big win against the Saints, back-to-back losses against the Patriots and Bills, where do they go from here? Um, I think they can make the playoffs, but it's going to be tight in that division with the Kansas City Chiefs, who are 3-0 currently, are probably going to move up to 4-0 tonight with the win against the Patriots. But I think they could get a wild-card spot because the teams in the division are pretty bad in the Chargers and the Broncos, who are both 1-3. and three, But they, are, they do have some other teams in the division who are strong competitors. Um, yeah. Um, I, I can't see them winning that division, especially against the Chiefs. Sunday Night Football um, this week was Eagles versus 49ers. Uh, it's surprising to me that the Eagles actually beat the 49ers 25-20. They improved to one, two, and one. Um, I don't think this is a sustainable for performance, um, but they did beat the reigning NFC champions at Levi Stadium in California, um, which is an achievement in its own, um, even if they were playing a very hurt and very, very beat up 49ers team. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on this game? I think that it shows that the Eagles can perform well if necessary because they were versing one of the best teams in the NFL. 
and they ended up beating them by, t by five points. Even though they are in a very shaky division and no one quite ever knows who will be the dominant team, I think it shows some hope for Eagles players and Eagles fans that they are a good team and have a shot at this division. Do you think they have a shot? So, yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? Do you think they have a shot at the division? Um, I, I, I have to believe they do because they are in the lead for the division right now at one, two, and one, which is shocking to think about. But I mean, this is a terrible division, and I think that we have to believe that they have a chance because every team has a chance with how bad this, the, this division is. I think that we might even see an eight and eight division champion, which would be really just pathetic. Um, but on the 49ers side of it, um, it's a loss, but it's, it, I, I, you can make excuses that they had a, a banged up team. They didn't have Garoppolo Mullins showed why he is the backup and wasn't, wasn't good at all outside of, you know, passes to George Kittle, one of the best players in the league, um, 200 yards, one touchdown, but two picks, which is not great. And the Niners still don't know about Garoppolo's status. They're still unsure, which is really concerning. Um, so if they have to go for with backups for another week or two, how can they win? Um, I I honestly don't know how they're gonna be able to win anymore. I don't even know if they're gonna be able to stay balanced with the other three teams in the division who are all doing better than them this season, which is surprising to say that the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals are all performing better than the reigning NFC champs, the Forty ers I think that not being able to have a, a steady quarterback is very tough for a, a very good team. Um, I think that this will definitely show if the 49ers are a good team, if they can win without a good quarterback. Um, you have any opinions? Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, Raheem Mostert is likely to be back in week, week five, which will help them, but... If they, if they manage to – they're playing the Dolphins and then the Rams. So if Garoppolo isn't back for that Rams matchup, um, I think it's going to be a very hard game to win, especially with how good the Rams defense has looked. Um, but if they, if, they, if they beat the Dolphins um, and move to 3-2, and two, I think that there can be hope um, in, Cal in um, San Francisco for this team, especially if they can get Garoppolo back in Week 6. Um, I think they can get back, get back on track. I think with Garoppolo, they can definitely beat the Rams. Um, as they'll be mostly healthy again. Um, I think they're actually a better team than the Rams. But if they don't have Garoppolo back in week six, I can't see them winning that game. Um, last question. Do you think that they have a chance at the division title anymore? Um, I think it really depends on Garoppolo's status. If Garoppolo doesn't come back soon, I don't think that they have the chance at the division. I think the division's owned by the Seahawks currently, but could be anyone's ball. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for us here on The Zone. Um, we hope you've enjoyed. Um, you guys will probably know the results of the Monday Night Football games that this is being recorded Monday night, so we're still in the dark about that. We'll probably have another episode coming out on Wednesday um, talking about, you know, midweek um, baseball stuff, um, maybe a little bit of the French Open. We'll see. Um, and then some basketball reactions as well. Game two is um, – or so not game two. Game four is – Tuesday night, which will be really fun to watch. Um, so make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you stay listening. Um, 
And yeah, we hope you've enjoyed. Thanks.